Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast. The Fit Dad Lifestyle is a community and supplement brand where fathers support other fathers throughout the journey of fatherhood. We believe that maintaining a healthy lifestyle isn't about crash diets and the latest workout craze. Instead, we offer dads the education, resources, and support they need to maintain a balanced lifestyle long term. There aren't a lot of dedicated community groups for dads, and we know that men are generally less likely to talk about the challenges they face in life. So we wanted to go above and beyond the meal plans and quick fixes and offer a way for fathers to communicate in a helpful, negative-free environment. Whether it's supporting your partner when a new baby arrives, balancing work and the kids, or just fitting in time to get your health and fitness back on track. This podcast aims to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be the best father that you can be and the leader that your kids want to see you be every day. It's brought to you by Fit Dad Fuel. Fit Dad Fuel is our supplement range. Our supplement range helps support this podcast, the workouts, the online education, and the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes to help keep everything as cost-free as possible for dads worldwide. Enjoy the episode. Here it is, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast, episode 153. So today, we've got the crew from the Shit Dad Podcast. So guys, welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle. Thanks for having us. G'day. Yeah, cheers, mate. Guys, I'll go around the table and um, let's start with a little bit of an introduction from each of you and you know, let us know a little bit more about yourself and how many kids you've got. We'll start with you, Nick. Uh, yeah, I'm Nick. I am a 33-year-old firefighter with married and three kids, age three, five and seven. And um, yeah, life's pretty full on at the moment with the, the small age gap and about a million kids. But yeah, hopefully I'm going to start my own touch 40 team soon. <laughs> uh, g'day, um, I'm Cam, um, husband and father of two, so I've got a two-year-old and upcoming to a four-year-old, a little boy and a girl. Uh, I work in media, marketing, advertising, so obviously more in the corporate space. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, Nick and I met when we were at preschool, uh, went to primary school, high school together. Uh, and then obviously Dave is going to introduce himself. We met working at Macca's, so the three of us have each other a very, very long time. Yeah, and um, I'm Dave. Um, I'm 34, father of two now. I've got a four-week-old and a three-year-old. Um, and it's my first day back at work. I'm a teacher. Um, after having four weeks off, it's been a little bit tough uh, going. I tell you what, um, walking into a whole, you know, shit show um, and trying to figure it all out again. Um, you, you forget kind of what happens after two weeks, let alone four weeks. So. Yeah, no, as, as Cam said, we met at Macca's and, you know, Ben's along the way, um, probably his, his usual trips to pick up his Big Mac. Um, but no, <laughs> it's been great hanging out with the boys. So, Bit of disclosure there, Leroy, I was pretty fat in high school. So. <laughs> yeah, mate, I, I can't back you up and join you there. I, I was quite active in high school, but, um, mate, it's... It's, it's it's funny how you look back now on the transformations and like you, social media probably allows you to see you know quite a bit's going on you're like seeing someone you went to school with and you're like shit you've changed and you know not necessarily always in, in a good way it's um you know typically they get worse as they get older not get you know better and um you know move down that track do you reckon your career as a firefighter has helped you you know improve on that uh, obviously fitness and that physical i guess demeanor well, straight out of high school, I still had that uh, that bit of extra put. 
um, and I decided to become a personal trainer. So that's what actually turned me in the, uh, the opposite direction and started going on the healthy lifestyle side of things. But um, yeah, as soon as I got in the fire service, um, it, yeah, sort of pushes you to build that strength up and um, and be able to sort of do your job without getting judged and <laughs> keeping yourself safe as well. <laughs> but mainly the judgment thing, yeah, that's what kills you. <laughs> yeah, mate, 100%. And guys, we'll probably just stick in that same order um, going around, I guess, the room. And how has fatherhood affected the way you go about keeping fit and active? And how has this changed, I guess, to what it was for you personally before having kids? Um, personally, I feel like I've got a bit lazier. Like it feels like laziness, but I don't think it is. I think it's just energy levels aren't as good as they used to be since having kids. And um I feel like it's it's a lot more work now to stay fit or to even drop those five kilos that you're not really enjoying after winter. Um, and it's yeah, so it's it's all about making time for me. And um, I've actually taken a bit of your advice since doing our episode uh, on the Shit That podcast and uh, getting up at five o'clock instead of six and um, and going to the gym. So that's actually in the last two weeks shown a bit of. Um, yeah, got some results in the last couple of weeks. I'm going to kick on with that. I'm actually using your your product as well, which is helping a lot. <laughs> Mate, plug, plug. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I've had a, an interesting run over the last few years with kids and, and fitness and exercise. I, uh, I used to be pretty consistent with PTs, and especially when my wife and I were getting married, we had a PT, just the pair of us, which is good because you have your partner to train with. For the wedge shred. That's right, for the wedge shred. Um, <laughs> it's definitely a lot harder. First first child came along, um, I was still quite uh, motivated and able to maintain some semblance of, of um, consistency. Second child came along, and that's when kind of all went out the window for me. Um, moved house moved to a different area didn't wasn't going to the same gym type of thing um so we're only now my, both my wife and I kind of coming back into all right we've had a bit of a bit of time you know maybe a year or two with just focusing on the kids not looking after ourselves it's time to actually get back on board and look after ourselves and we've found quite a good um quite a good routine now with us similar both going in the morning she goes to a super early class is able to come home, I can then go to a class as well. So we can both go to the gym in the morning um, before work. So we found that it's, it's definitely possible. Obviously, we can't train together, which we used to like to do, but that's just something you have to kind of give up to make sure you can both do it. Nice. So I think with me, um, before kids, you know, I was very active, um, even, you know, before before getting married, uh, footy, you know, at one stage I was playing touch football, you know, uh, probably six games a week with some trainings as well for some sides. Um, yeah, you chuck a kid in and you just, you become you time for it. Like, yes, so. you make your time. You make your time, but um, now like, I found it a little bit more difficult, especially now number two's on because it's um, easy with number one. You chuck number one in the pram um, when it was just the one of you, you go for your big walk go spend half an hour to an hour out on that, on that, you know, walk and give the missus a good break too. Now with the second, um, that becomes that little bit harder because you've got that three-year-old running off in every single direction while you're trying to, you know, give the missus a break. So um, like you said, Leroy, mate, it's, just, it's about finding that time. Um, it's not about we don't have time. It's just where is that time? So now I'm back at work. I'm going to find um, a little bit kind of 20 minutes before school, just going to pack my runners and just do a workout here. Um, just every, you know, maybe two, three times a week. And 
that's just that 20 minutes that I'm, I'm going to need um, because life is chaotic. We all know it, um, you know, and on the days where I don't get sleep, I might use that 20 minutes to come in and have an extra nap. <laughs> yeah, it's that whole the fitness side of things is, um, you know, it, it's one thing that, you know, and with us, we've coached and mentored, I guess, thousands of dads over the last few years. And, you know, it's the biggest thing people struggle with or dads struggle with is not having enough time um and and like i think you hit the nail on the head perfectly was you know even if it is 20 minutes extra at work or getting up that hour earlier like nick said or you know training with your wife or tag teaming in the morning um you know there there is a way to make it work and i think most of the time it's getting out of your comfort zone to actually find out that what you know what that is and you know when you have kids and especially in newborn stage you know things aren't normal and, and time isn't on your side or you you perceive it not to be on your side you know realistically it's probably the best time to train when you're a newborn because they sleep so much um but you know being i think open and being you know clear with your partner about your goals and also you know vice versa what their goals are and then finding out that happy medium of what works best you know as a family unit and you know when you can you know, like you might have to get up like Nick is now an hour early to get his training session in, but that sets him up for the rest of the day, no matter what his wife or partners, you know, got in place for, for her goals or aspirations, she can then work around, you know, knowing that he's sacrificing that extra hour of sleep to, to get it done. And I think he's all, you know, hit the nail on the head with, you know, how you have gone about it in the past and then, you know, evaluating the present and actually figuring out what you need to do to, you know, move forward and, you know, get the best results for yourself personally, which then, you know, obviously transcends to, to the kids as well. Yeah, I definitely think it requires that open dialogue if you've got that partner um, to, like you said, goals is a good thing to discuss of like what, what you're training for. Um, I'm the kind of person that needs something in the future to train for. Uh, otherwise, I lose some of that consistency. Um, but you've definitely yeah, got to be on the same page to get that support from each other because otherwise it could be easy if, if one of your one of your trainings dropped off, you can, you know, it's easy to kind of encourage the other one to stop and just be lazy like you. You shouldn't do that, obviously. You definitely don't grab love handles. <laughs> Wife or husband, you don't grab love handles, be motivated. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, you get slapped to the face when you grab those. Don't you? <laughs> yeah. So no, I'm sorry, the other way around. <laughs> so that's the fitness side of things ticked off, which you know, is such a small, I guess, part of it in the, in the grand scheme of things. How do you guys tackle your nutrition and how has that changed, you know, having extra, you know, bodies in the house and, you know, trying to cater for, you know, the different levels that the children go through with, you know, the way that they eat? I think it's important for um, just not spending so much money on groceries, especially is like planning your meals is really important in their house. So um, I do a lot of the chefing and, um, I'll make sure that the kids have because part of this podcast is um, talking a whole bunch of different sort of professions as well. So we've had yourself from the fitness side of things, um, Jono from the the uh, the nutrition side of things, and you get something from each person. So from Jono, we got um, yet yeah, kids have to have that safe food that they're all like they'll always pretty much eat, and then you can build your sort of dinners around that. So it's really. Um, it's been good since then we've, we've done that and I've been able to eat the healthy meals that um, I want to cook for myself and my wife uh, to make sure that we're eating right instead of just sort of snacking around the kids and what they're going to eat. So we'll make our own food and just give them a tiny little bit of that on their plate with their safe foods and it works really well. So 
Um, that's how I'm getting around to dinner wise and, and uh, other times I'm just sort of uh, making sure the, the meals are prepped or at least the food's there in the fridge uh, in sort of areas, the right areas, um, accessible and ready to sort of cut up and eat. That's good. Yeah, we're not quite at the stage yet where we're like sitting down to eat dinner with the kids because they are quite young. We're looking forward to when we can do that as a nice family bonding experience. But I think right now they're they're often eating dinner at kind of 4.35 and it's just too early for us uh, after daycare. So um, they're still kind of, we're definitely doing the meal prep thing, but we kind of just do it separately. So um, do their, do their weekly kind of meal planning and prep and do ours as well i i'm definitely not the the cook in the family that's that goes to my wife she enjoys it she's very good at it um uh and she is very also good at making sure that we eat a variety of different healthy things um the biggest watch out for us is often um i say pre overeating or having portion sizes that are too big because when you do cook your meals and you plan to cook extra to have for lunches for work for example easy just to go back for a second bowl so that's where i finish off the rest of the pan (laughs) yeah yeah so i think that's you know it's usually for us the nutrition side of it's okay but it's more of a quantity that we kind of need to keep on that's um a big problem at the fire station too we um we we cook big meals together and all eat together and then there's just so there's there's just enough but there always seems to be more and we always eat a bit more than we should so yeah definitely big problem it's like the thing we're trained though like i I don't know about you lads but when i was when i was a kid growing up family four but it's hey it's on your plate you eat that and you eat it all kind of thing um and then being one of three boys at a stage it was you got to eat quick to go get your extra because so it's a little bit like that still a little bit too you know you make those big plates and unfortunately your, your eyes are always bigger than your belly um it was probably that that training that we had you know all growing up that's um you know in our minds that we've got to finish what's on our plate um i'm, I'm a big sucker for it um, I'll finish mine, but then I'll, I'll finish the misses as well. Um, and so that's that's a big thing for me, <laughs> which is thing. But look, in regards to with our, our three-year-old, she eats what we eat. Um, sometimes, yeah, we just cook it earlier. Um, and again, that becomes a problem for us too, because if we eat at 5.30 with her, I find myself 8.30 when everyone's in bed and settled, that I'm, I'm looking for another meal. Um, because you've just you've been on your feet again for another three hours, so that's where I've me my personally I've got to be better, because um, that's when the the chips or the you know or those the chocolate come out and instead yeah, of the mate. fruit or the yogurt, yes mate, that's why you can't. That's why my shirt's extra large, boys, instead of large, because <laughs> I've just spent the last four weeks eating. Um, you know that's what's what people do. They come over, they give you food, and you sit and you eat. Um, so for us, you know, like it's good that, you know, little one, she, she eats such a variety. She eats what we eat, um, which is awesome. But we're always uh, like a meat and veg style family. So there's always a good five, you know, five veg on the plate, um, which is good. But I agree with you, Cam, mate. It's the portion size um, that, I, that I need to get better at, you know, to help that nutrition, you know, to help with the fitness. Mate, definitely. I think, I think you're all on the right path there and, you know, one thing that we try and preach quite a bit is, you know, not going too crazy with your your nutrition and, and going, I guess, all in and, you know, cold turkey on everything you've deprived, you know, or, you know, consumed, sorry, for, you know, years before. And, you know, 
people just get stuck in the magic like yo-yo of just good bad good bad because summer you know trip to bali coming up so they want to get shredded for you know bali they'll go hard for eight weeks but then i'll go over there and have cocktails bintangs and pizzas every day for three weeks and come blow out again and then come back and it's like right summer's around the corner i'll go fucking you know get destroy myself again for eight weeks and then you know i'll get i'll blow it out again at christmas time and you know i think it's it's really easy just to find that happy medium and you know eat well when it's in your control and whether that's at home whether it's at school or at the fire station or you know wherever it might be and then but also not deprive yourself if you do feel like that bit of chocolate or do feel like that pizza with the family or that beer after a you know hard day on the weekend then you can do that and not feel guilty because of it because you know 80 percent of the other time you're looking after your nutrition you're looking after your fitness and and everything should you know even out and you can sustain that for the long term um, Very often we've um, we've got caught out because uh, we've done those six week challenges and yeah. before we had kids we used to do those and they were good because you could commit quite intensely for a few weeks but sometimes they can build some bad habits where you off the back of it you don't build anything sustainable and then you kind of blow out and go back yeah. to those bad habits so um, definitely been a learning for us in terms of that of you don't always have to just do these like short bursts that are super concentrated that you can't maintain healthier over longer periods of time to get those 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 habits that you can keep definitely and guys we covered the fitness i guess the the physical side of things and also the nutrition what do you guys do for mental fitness how do you keep the the mind active and and keep you know sharp that so you can you know sustain i guess that you know mental well-being for not only yourself but also the family and probably more with you nick with obviously being exposed to you know everything that you do in the, the fire um you know career path as well yeah, um, I think it's important to be able to switch off from that side of things. Like um, those sort of jobs are few and far between um, compared to what it would have been 30 years ago, but it's no less confronting when you do get that. So it's important to sort of leave it at work. Um, and we've got the processes at work that um, allow us to have that peer support. Um, so if we do go through that, or, uh, something traumatic, we can... We can leave it at work, but we can also talk about it at work um, so you don't take it home. Um, as far as home life goes, I think it's important to keep the mind active, um, definitely. But I do that mainly through listening to podcasts and audio books. Um, generally, with the audio books, I'll make sure it's something that's about 15 hours or longer so you can, it's not over and done within a day. You can't like binge listen, but um, yeah, an hour, at least an hour a day or something like that is, um, is generally the way I do it. And, um, yoga or some sort of meditation twice a week as well. I think um, I've, over the years I've found uh, just different types of hobbies to be really good that I like to do um, to just have time out, whether that's by myself or with others. So some of those hobbies that I've have done, it counteracts on the physical health, but one of them was homebrew. So, um, <laughs> you know, spending a bit of time getting to know about how to make some decent beer and, and getting to know a bit of the craft there. And then giving it to people, as opposed to drinking it all myself. So it was always a nice little thing to do to, you know, conversation starter. But um, so there's something quite therapeutic around spending time. I would often, yeah, listen to music or a podcast while I do it. And just, you know, you're, you're by yourself at night, filling bottles or, or doing different things there. So that was always a good one. Podcast, as, we, as we've mentioned a bit on our own podcast, um, getting to see these guys every single week or every other week catching up uh just checking in very very good just for all of us i think from a mental health point of view um so i'm just trying to feel i've got some other upcoming hobbies which i'm excited about but uh 
learning new things, learning new skills. I think getting out of your comfort zone as well um, was something that happened with us with the podcast. We had no idea what we were doing, but we've, we've found our feet and we're really enjoying it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, very similar to Cam. Like coming to have a chat with these boys and our guests and whoever it is once a week. Um, you know, whether it, whether we actually talk about anything that's on our minds, or I just find it it's such a, it's I guess it's a, re- a relief and it's a release. Um, you know, like especially when I'm in work mode, um, it always got you know emails, phone calls, behaviour, marking you know, all of those particular things. So I, you know, it's just great seeing these lads for a couple of hours a week, which which is good and just talking, which is generally just talking shit and just makes us feel, you know, makes me feel better. Um, but a big one at home is, is just finding that time to do a bit of reading um, and music. And of course, I've just been the typical big kid that I am. Um, if I get half an hour, I'll, I'll flick the PlayStation on where I can just zone out. And um, and then that's that's kind of, that's my time where I don't actually need to get things. And it's, it's, for me, it's just perfect. Yeah, perfect. Now, there's some great uh, takeaways there. And anyone who's, you know, listening right now, hopefully there's some few things there that the boys have um, said that can help you on your own journey. If you are struggling, you know, as always, make sure you go to the Fit Their Lifestyle community on there. There's about 5,000 dads uh, in there that, um, you know, have probably more than likely been through what you're going through right now. Uh, as it is so you know you don't need to struggle and you don't need to you know have I guess any more issues in regards to what you might be going through and um, you'll be able to ask for support there and be able to get it uh, tenfold so guys favorite question if you could go back to day one of fatherhood and tell yourself something you know to be true today what would it be oh god that is a good question that is really good (laughs) Um, yeah, I think mainly the biggest thing would be don't compare your journey to any other parents, especially with the, um, the importance people put on social media and the posts they put on social media. Mate, I love it. That's a good one. I'd say, mate, I don't, don't wish away some of those earlier weeks and months mm. you often find yourself thinking i can't wait till they can walk or talk or even smile at you when, when they're little because uh, they often don't give a lot back when they're just brushies um but it's still really nice to just enjoy each of those days or weeks early on because they go pretty damn fast and before you know it they're, they're going to school kind of thing so uh, i'd say just enjoy whatever whatever stage that they're in and you're in with them just enjoy it for what it is and, and don't kind of wish it would speed up. Yeah. Very um both boys said exactly what I would I would say there. But I guess something else too that I've learned along the way is um you're gonna make some mistakes. Um, you know, but but that's it's it's okay because it's new. Um and don't be so hard on yourself. You know, sitting there thinking like, oh, this baby's not sleeping. What am, what am I doing wrong? What do I gotta do? You know, and, and it becomes that stressful, stressful time. You know, if you just you know, take those few breaths, relax a little bit. Um, you know, er- everything will, you know, eventually be okay. You, you'll get through it. Guys, I love it. There's no perfect answer with, with that. And you hear it, like we've done over 150 different episodes now and everyone always comes up with a, a bit of gold and, and it's solely based on their personal experience because, you know, no journey through fatherhood is the same no matter, you know, which way you look at it. And it's, it's always great to listen to, you know, the honest truth about, you know, what you would change. And I hope that anyone listening right now can, you know, get a good takeaway from 
uh, what you boys just said. So, you know, three of you all successful, got your you know professional careers uh, happening, fathers, you know, and also you know trying to do something on the side to you know. I guess cover that entrepreneurial, or you know, even just a, a bit of enjoyment um, with the, with the podcast. Uh, what advice would you have out there for any other dads who is working full time? You know, trying his best to cover his you know fitness and nutrition, and also you know tackle maybe that little side hustle or that you know that goal that he has been struggling with, but you know it's not going, and you know to avoid that regret in twenty years. Those boys have dropped out, Leroy, but um, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, look, it's okay to be, I'll call it selfish. It's we're not, you know, we're not being selfish. Maybe sometimes we are when we, you know, we, you know, we're leaving on bedtime to do the recording or whatever it is. But um, in the scheme of things, it's it's okay to be selfish to find that time for you because it's important. Um, so for those guys who are willing to, you know, for the, finding that hobby or whatever it might be, um. If you're, if you're willing to find that time and you know when that time is, it's okay. And, and, it, and it isn't selfish uh, because it, it's you're looking after yourself, which in turn looks after your family. So for those who are thinking about it, it mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. It isn't selfish because you're doing it to, to better yourself. And then in, in the long run, your family. Right, definitely. I think you boys dropped out a bit there, but yeah, what advice sorry. would you have for um, you know any dads out there that are looking to achieve you know success for their own health and fitness or any you know goals, dreams, or aspirations that they might be going for? I think um, as far as health and fitness, get advice, and um, even if it's not advice, just talk to someone who knows what they're talking about um, to get your head around what you need, it, like the the way to go about it, the way to start, and all that. Um, as far as hobbies and things like that go, there's no point. I don't see a lot of point in just spending so much time stressing and planning and, and doing things like that. If you're doing something that's professional, yeah, probably. But if it's in a hobby sense, um, like we've done, like just head first and just learn as you go. I think, um, especially if it's from an enjoyment side of things, because you're going to enjoy it quicker um, instead of spending so much time planning and, and yeah. getting around it. Yeah, and I'd say probably for both, whether it's fitness or your hobby, find someone to do it with because that gives you that accountability. It's easy in your, you know, human nature is for people to slow you down on some of those things or just stop or not be as accountable. So if you've got someone that you're training with, um, even whether that's, you know, just the trainer making sure that they're kind of chasing you up if you haven't shown up or having that PT, for example, or having someone to train with, uh, same goes for your hobbies. If you've got someone to do it and enjoy it with, um, hold each other accountable and make sure you continue to do it. I love it. Guys, I highly appreciate you taking your time out of your day today to um, jump on the podcast and um, you know share all the knowledge and um, experiences that um, you guys have collectively uh, you know, gathered through your journey through fatherhood. Where can the guys listening right now find more about the Shit Dad podcast and what do you guys have coming up in the future that they might be able to get involved in? Yeah, sure. So you can find us uh, anywhere you listen to your podcast. Uh, obviously, yeah, Shit Dad, Shit Dad Pod. Uh, we also at Shit Dad Pod on Instagram. You check out there. We get videos and um, little snippets of our guests. Um, some things coming up. So we've just done a whole month talking to, obviously, yourself, Leroy, talking to uh, all sorts of different experts in different fields next month or coming up for may it's it's all about mums obviously with mother's day so we're kind of 
um, showing a bit of gratitude and also just uh, some funny stories from our partners and, and um, some stories from mums. Um, we can, uh, we'd love to hear from people if they've got their own interesting journeys around fatherhood, any stories, uh, hit us up on shitdadpod at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to it. Um, it should be, it should come up when you search shit, but uh, if it doesn't, <laughs> try SH asterisk T. Yeah. Perfect. Well, guys, I'll make sure I put all that in the show notes. So if you're in the car right now running or at the gym, make sure you check out the show notes and you'll be able to get in touch with the boys and um, we'll tag all their social handles and uh, links to their show in there as well. So make sure you go have a listen and guys, highly appreciate it. Once again, um, you go out there and keep crushing fatherhood and we'll speak to you all very soon. Love you. Thanks for having us. Cheers, Cheers mate. mate.